You're listening to The Influencer Podcast, episode number 103. So I am super pumped for today's episode because I get to mix in a little Q&A. That is right, guys. I am answering some of your very own questions today. A few weeks ago, I asked the members of our Influencer Podcast Facebook community what questions they had about pitching. And man, is this a hot topic. You know, this is a topic that I love to talk about but it's also one that I see a lot of people feeling a little lost on. So reading through your questions, I recognized a lot of shared struggles, whether it's struggling to gain traction in your niche, close potential deals, negotiate rates, and I totally get it. There is no playbook for these things, and quite frankly, it can be a little overwhelming, especially when you're starting out or if you don't really do it a whole lot, right? That mindset and that limiting belief can definitely kick in. So if you're having a hard time with any of these things, listen to today's episode because I think you just might find the answer to what you're looking for. Now, as you may know, my mission is to really help you transform your influence into a sustainable and profitable business. And I believe that developing a pitch and negotiation strategy is a massive part to that process, which is why I want to address these common pitching pitfalls once and for all. But real quick, before we get into today's amazing questions that I can't wait to answer, I want to let you in on a little sneak peek of something that I've been working on behind the scenes. So I am relaunching my Pitch It Perfect program this April, and I've got to tell you, I am so excited about the new content and bonuses that we have added from all new design to refresh content and updated pitch templates. Depending on when you're listening to this, you may still be able to get in on my virtual pitch audit workshop happening on May 13th. For the first time ever, I am personally reviewing, auditing, and revamping your pitches live. Again, this is a live online workshop for Pitch It Perfect students, and the space is limited, so sign up soon. Now remember, you do have to be a Pitch It Perfect student to get in on this virtual pitch audit. So all you gotta do is enroll by going to pitchitperfect.net, sign up, and get access to this exclusive offer by choosing the VIP enrollment option. Plus, you get a lot of other amazing new bonuses as well. Selena Sue, Susie Moore, Brittany Hennessy, so many of the incredible guests that we have had on this podcast are coming in to teach you everything they know about pitching, landing deals, and landing massive media. All right, back to the questions today. There are so many great ones, but I chose the ones that I'm answering today because I think that they really represent a common issue that so many of us can have. So even if I don't get to your specific question today, I think that you'll still find a ton of value in these topics. Let's dive in. Before we get into all the goodness today, I want to give a shout out to American Fit Chick, who is our reviewer of the week. And she said, I already love this podcast, always topical and informative and just truly genuinely honest and great, helpful information. And this episode that I just listened to was a blast. And I listened to it over and over because there's so much digestible information that's just easy applicable. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for listening and finding all of the goodness that you can apply to your business too. I really appreciate it. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon, a marketing strategist, brand building expert, speaker, and New York Times bestselling publicist. This is where I take you behind the scenes with today's top influencers, industry insiders, and entrepreneurs as they share step-by-step strategies to help you turn your online dreams into a purposeful and profitable business. 
Question number one is all about gaining traction and monetizing within your niche. So the first question is from our listener, Nicole, and she says, I'm a musician and online entrepreneur. I have a really good and highly engaged following on Instagram, but have really struggled with how to pitch brands, not being a traditional influencer and having a different niche outside of the usual fashion, beauty, travel, etc. How can I reconcile this to monetize my influence as well? Okay, so I thought that this was really a good question because, right, I constantly hear all the time from people, whether it's entrepreneurs or people outside of that typical blogger influencer realm that don't think that they can create a successful and profitable influence and pitch brands because of their niche. But the good news is you absolutely can pitch brands and monetize in pretty much any niche. Influence is really about inspiring people to take action towards a shared goal, and this certainly isn't limited to fashion, beauty, and travel industries. For example, we have a student in Pitch It Perfect who is actually a scuba diver. That is kind of like her one main thing. But what she's been able to do is leverage her uniqueness with scuba diving into becoming a travel influencer and monetizing that way. So it's really about thinking more expansively and not really pigeonholing yourself into one way and limiting your abilities to really do something amazing. So in your case, Nicole, I recommend creating a list of brands that are related to the music industry. If you're struggling with this, look at what brands brands your audience loves. What brands matter to them? This might include products, events, or publications. Once you nail down those brands, get really familiar with their audience. What are their challenges, their pain points, their frustrations? What are their goals and dreams? Once you get clear on this, you can pitch yourself as the solution. A brand's number one goal is to serve their audience as well, their customer. So if you sell yourself as the go-to person for that, and you can let them know how you provide a unique solution or perspective that can really help them solve their problem, you're going to have a really good chance at getting in front of them and getting that deal done. So when you go to pitch, always address the actual person that you're writing to and don't send some kind of generic email with a greeting like, to whom it may concern. (laughs) Never do that. Also make sure you say something specific about the brand what you like about the brand, the products or services that you've used from the brand, how you connect with them and how your audience really likes their products and services because you've talked about it before. Really make it a natural approach in how you're going into things. And of course, always include an exciting and attention-grabbing email subject line so that your email doesn't get lost or ignored in the shuffle. Now, if you want some help figuring out what that subject line should say, We do that, of course, all in Pitch It Perfect. But it's important to remember that your pitch is a service, not a sell. No matter what your niche is, you have something unique to teach people, which is all you really need in order to get in front of those brands that you are trying to attract, right? So after all, you need to get the word out and you can do this by pitching not only brands, but guest posts and features to brands and editors who have an audience that can benefit from what you may be offering. You have to also remember that it's not just about the brand deal a lot of times as it can also be about awareness. And that is where guest blogging and guest posting can really come into play. Now we have Susie Moore who has been on this podcast before who is doing a bonus for Pitch It Perfect this year that is all about guest posting. And she's really gonna give you a lot of templates and nitty gritty into how you can really monetize that and and cultivate that to bring more awareness and to grow your business. So make sure you definitely check that out. But look at it this way, Nicole. Being in a different, or should I say less common niche, is actually an advantage a lot of times. From the sounds of it, you have less saturation and a huge opportunity to show up and really serve that community that isn't getting bombarded by so many other influencers. 
So question number two is all about what the heck brands want you to do after that initial pitch. So the question is from our listener, Amanda, and she says, when we don't hear back from brands, do they want us to follow up because they're busy or are they just ignoring us because they're not interested? I know this could be different for different brands, but in general, what do they want? Ooh, this is such a good question, Amanda. So this scenario happens all the time. You know, you send an amazing pitch and crickets. My friends, as creators, we work so hard creating our content. So we don't want to leave it up to things like an algorithm to determine how successful our online brands and businesses can be. And that is why I love Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate all-in-one platform that helps creators and entrepreneurs like myself build successful online businesses by unlocking predictable recurring revenue. And I know they can help you too. No matter your niche, Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, your passions, your experiences into enriching offers like online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, communities, personalized coaching, and so much more. What I love about Kajabi is that not only does it make it super easy to use, but they don't take a cut of your revenue because everything is owned and controlled by you. You don't need a huge audience to make a sustainable income online. I talk about that all the time here on the podcast. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures without having hundreds of thousands of followers, and you can too. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business Go to kajabi.com slash influencer, that's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash influencer. Go to kajabi.com slash influencer and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business for sponsoring the show. So I have a few ideas in this case. I definitely think that you should follow up at least once about five to a week after, five days to a week after your initial pitch. Because yes, brands do get pretty busy and they do get pitched a lot. But I can tell you that during my days working in PR, my inbox did blow up quite a lot. And I always appreciated and respected people who followed up on emails because truth be told, emails can get missed or lost or forgotten. And I always know that someone is serious about making that connection and really working with me when they follow up. 
Now, another cool thing that you can do is that if you can't get their attention through email, try getting it through social media. So if you know exactly who you're pitching, you have their name, try to find them on social media, send them a DM, maybe talk about the brand on an Instagram story or a Facebook post, tag them in it. Let them know that you are really serious about making that connection, that you really love their products and services, and that you're wanting to talk to them and just kind of get the conversation going about what it could potentially look like to collaborate together. So if you follow up twice or more and you still don't get a response, it may be safe to assume that the brand just isn't interested at this time and that's okay. It doesn't mean that the brand doesn't like you or that the brand may never be interested, but it may mean that they don't have a marketing budget for this quarter anymore when it comes to influencer marketing. So they're not responding to any influencers, or maybe they're actually a brand who They just don't do a lot of influencer seeding in general. And in that case, that would mean that you need to do a little bit more research on the front end before you start spending your time pitching brands that may potentially not work with influencers at all. But it never hurts to pitch again down the road with a different angle or maybe more experience to draw from. And it definitely doesn't hurt to try to pitch other avenues, be it LinkedIn, be it Facebook, be it Twitter. You just have to remember that pitching is a skill that takes practice and it takes a lot of patience. With every yes that you're going to get, you should expect at least 10 no's. So as with anything in business, you will feel challenged and that's okay. You learn from it, you grow from it, and you use it as an opportunity to improve in your next step. So if you want to learn more about follow-up strategies, and if you want to get specific templates that all you got to do is copy and paste and use, well, of course, you can get those tactics and those templates in Pitch It Perfect. So head over to pitchitperfect.net to snag those so you do not have to feel alone and in the dark anymore with this follow-up process. Question number three is about the ever-ending and ominous rate discussion. So it comes from Coralie's, our listener, and she says, Julie, how do I bring up my rates with brands? Well, for anyone listening who hasn't heard me say this before, I am a firm believer in never sending a rate sheet to a brand, and this is why. The second that you send a rate sheet or you publish your rates on your website or you email them or DM them, you lose all of your negotiating power. And plus, in many cases, rate sheets are just a way for brands to find the cheapest rate and do what is called a quick shop comparison. So you really need to ask yourself, do you want to collaborate with low budget brands who don't value your work or who are just going to kind of compare what your rates are to other influencers and try to get the best deal? Plus, Rate sheets are also getting pretty archaic. Well-versed brands and PR firms understand that there's a lot of things to consider when partnering with, with an influencer, things like scope of work, things like exclusivity, things like the time frame that you're putting on, things like cost of production. So it kind of brings me back to that question of how do you bring up rates? Well, as an influencer, you want to first set realistic and fair expectations with each brand that you collaborate with. Before you can provide a rate, you need to actually know what you're doing, right? What you are being paid to show up and produce. So if you provide a rate sheet before you know the full scope of your project or the full scope of your work, you're gonna lose the ability to negotiate based on the actual amount of work that you are being contracted to produce. Your rates might be too high, and push them away, or they may be way too low, and then you're locked in doing a ton of work for very little pay. So the point here is, 
Each brand collaboration is different and should be treated as so. Your rates need to account for what those conversations entail, what the scope of work is, and that's when it really comes back on you. And that's when I encourage you, you have got to get curious. You have got to ask a lot of questions to really figure out what it is that they are expecting of you, what the timeline is going to be, and how you can really come to the table with something that is fair and really is going to show you, to show the brand how amazing you do at the work that it is that you're going to be producing. So they come back time and time again to continue to work with you. So before you provide a rate sheet, you want to consider a a lot of things. And here are just a few of them that I'll give you today. Lead time. So this is the time that it's actually going to take you to actually complete the project. Cost of production. So photography, videography, and all things of that nature that it's actually going to cost to produce it. And social sharing specifics. So how many shares are they wanting? How many of your followers are they potentially wanting to reach? And how long is that going to go on? Now, another thing. I am a firm believer in media kits, but I do want to preface this. You also don't want to send your media kit immediately out to a brand. I promise you, if they want to see your media kit, they will definitely ask for it. However, I do believe that your media kit is a perfect place to kind of outline what it is that you've done in the past or to really show where you shine. So that way they have a little bit more of an idea of what to expect, as well as previous brands that you have worked with. Now, once you have everything outlined and you've agreed on your deliverables, then you want to make sure that there is a contract in place with your rate that is specified and the date that you are actually going to get paid. You want to make sure to get that contract signed by both parties so you're protected. There is nothing worse than doing a ton of work only to have a brand go silent when it's time to pay. And I know that that has happened to some of you because you've told me that it has. So signing a contract helps avoid issues by really holding each party accountable. And really at this day and age, I mean, we're in 2019, guys, any reputable brand out there is going to have a contract at this point in place. So it shouldn't really be that big of an issue, but it is one that is super important to make sure that you are staying on top of. And while we're on the topic of rates, we had another question from our listener, Liz, and she asked, should my rate remain the same if I'm pitching a brand versus the brand reaching out to me? Now, I actually think that it doesn't really matter if you're pitching a brand or if what I say it is that you're catching a brand. Your rate should always be the same because your rate has nothing to do with if you're pitching or actually catching the deal, but it's always based on the actual work and value that you are being paid to produce. So regardless of how you went about landing the deal, you still are providing the same amount of work, the exclusivities, the scope of production, all of that stuff that we've talked about today. So absolutely, yes, your rate should not be conducive on whether you pitched it or you caught it. Now, if you're still struggling to nail down your rates, I have an entire lesson on this where I discuss exactly how to itemize everything and I give you a baseline rate to go from so you can determine your best rate as well as the strategies, the swipe files, and the templates behind a media kit that really does you good service and that helps you land deals all in Pitch It Perfect. And plus, when you join, you get access to a contract and invoicing template with all the specifications there and you get lifetime access. So really, guys, you can't beat it. I hope that I see you in Pitch It Perfect soon. 
Now, there you have it, guys. A huge shout out to our listeners, Nicole, Amanda, Corlees, and Liz, for your fantastic questions today. So if you have any other questions about pitching that I didn't get to today, make sure to head over to pitchitperfect.net, sign up for the program, and check out the virtual pitch audit workshop VIP offer. Again, that link is pitchitperfect.net. Now, I will select five of the most commonly seen pitch issues from your submissions, and I will walk through each one step-by-step, line-by-line, in a comprehensive live audit, you and me. And at the end of the workshop, you'll have a chance to ask any other specific pitch-related questions that pertain to your business and to your influence for me to answer. Again, I cannot tell you how excited I am about this virtual pitch audit. It is going to be super transformative, super impactful. So make sure to enroll in Pitch It Perfect today and select that VIP option so you can join me during that virtual pitch audit. Plus, when you enroll during our launch time and pay in full before April 19th, you get access to some amazing new bonuses, including a live Q&A with Brittany Hennessy, who I know so many of you loved that episode that we did with Brittany. It was episode number 93. And it's all about what brands look for when working with influencers. Brittany is the best-selling author of the book, Influencer. And again, make sure to check out episode number 93 of the Influencer Podcast. That was one of our most popular episodes to date, and she killed it. We also get a live Q&A on guest posting and getting massive media coverage with Miss Susie Moore from episode 72, and a live Q&A on networking and how to turn a no into a yes with the one and only Selena Sue, who I just chatted with a couple of weeks ago on episode 101. And if you've already enrolled in Pitch It Perfect, don't you worry, sister. I've got some new goodies coming your way too. Keep an eye out for a sleek new course design, updated pitch and contract templates, and a totally refreshed content with new lessons new swipe files, and so much more. In this new content, we take a much closer look at rates and how to negotiate the right rate for you by getting clear on your overall business picture. We also get really clear on your business values because it's so important to have a clear understanding of this before you even start pitching. Then we dig deeper into the elevator pitch and ways to streamline it for not only when you're emailing brands, but also when you're at networking events and need to conversate with people quickly and on the spot. And the thing that I am probably most excited about, we're bringing you a behind the scenes look into over 30 of our Pitch It Perfect alumni who have used the strategies that I teach to land hundreds of thousands of dollars in brand deals. These amazing students are giving you an exclusive look at their email threads, literally guys, from the very first cold pitch to the day that they get their paycheck. You get to see their actual conversations with brands, including how they pitched, how they negotiated higher rates, how they locked in the deal, how they approved their scope of work, all of the back and forth. Now, these are not just templates or made up example, guys. These are real life, successful back and forth email communications from students just like you. So you can see exactly how the strategies from this program work and actually land deals. Again, guys, Pitch It Perfect is a results-driven program. And I'm telling you, if you have not enrolled yet and you are an influencer or blogger who wants to land deals and make it happen, you can go for it now. And you can get all of this good stuff by going to pitchitperfect.net and make sure that you enroll before April 19th and pay in full to get all of those amazing bonuses that I mentioned. And if you're really awesome and you wanna join us on the virtual pitch audit class, then I cannot wait to see you there. Wanting even more influencer podcast goodness and to connect with like-minded influencers? 
Join our Facebook community for daily tips on how to up-level your business and chat with myself and other listeners. All you got to do is visit facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the influencer podcast to be a part of this wonderful community. Are you ready to create your own industry leading influence for show notes, downloads, and action-based tips head to www.theinfluencerpodcast.com where you can find out more about this week's episode guest and our host, Julie Solomon. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please take a minute to go to iTunes and leave a review so we can help other influencers like yourself build their own successful business.